brain drain can become brain gain this is actually a brain deposit that is waiting for an opportunity to be of use to the motherland now is the time that every indian can show people their strength that is prime minister narendra modi addressing 18500 non resident indian in san jose california 2015 any guesses what we are discussing today it's the rise of the indian migrant keep tuning there is little doubt that persons born in india outperform all other nationalities in the sheer scale of their success when they migrate to the west essentially europe and north america the piece i'm referring to here is by vikram patel penned in the indian express on january 19th 2022 now patel is the pershing square professor of the global health at harvard medical school and let's know what are his opinions what struck him was that there was a discrepancy between a few million indians doing so well abroad the most celebrated of whom were taking their companies and in some instances countries to dizzying heights while india herself despite being home to over a billion fellow indians continues to languish at the bottom of virtually every list of countries ranked on desirable goals if you talk about human development income equality food security gender equality air quality transparency health coverage literacy and sanitation in the world happiness report 2020 we rank alongside afghanistan south sudan and yemen and what's more worrying our rankings on these lists has been falling in recent years he knows that he is not alone in wondering about this conundrum he has reflected on this a lot drawing upon his own personal experience of working as a public health scientist in india and in the us and uk supplemented with stories of achievements of migrant indians in the academy and of relatives and friends who left india with just pennies in their pockets he has come to conclude that the principal reason indians do so well when they migrate to the west has less to do with their indian heritage than the ways in which their adapted countries has shaped their societies at the heart of which is their explicit commitment to diversity equity and inclusion indeed if it were not for this commitment it would have been simply impossible for people from a completely foreign land who embrace alien re- religions and cultures to achieve such exalted success in a single generation it is these features which account for the meteoric rise of migrants from india of course it wasn't always like that diversity equity and inclusion were certainly not prominent in the history of the west dominated by genocide slavery colonialism and white supremacy but in the past half century these countries actively sought to reimagine their societies as beacons of multiculturalism where people of all hues and ethnicities could realize the possibility of achieving the highest offices in the land well it is surely ironic then that those fleeing india are leaving a land which was historically the most diverse nation in the world india's singular claim to greatness lay in its unparalleled history of multiculturalism a mosaic of diverse people far richer and much older than the european union or the countries created by 
European settlers after murdering the indigenous people. A land where thousands of languages were spoken, which birthed four of the world's major religions and gave shelter to the others. A place which assimilated its invaders to further enrich its melting pot. Patel reinforces that despite the persistence of ancient prejudices and the considerable work still to be done to achieve equity and inclusion for all her diverse peoples, India remains an audacious and unique civilizational feat. But he wants that India now seems to be fading away as the fault lines between communities whose ancestries and histories are inseparably intertwined are being inexorably and deliberately widened. He watches with despair as violence, both symbolic and actual, is replacing the arts, culture and faith as the language of identity. And homogenization is replacing diversity as the defining feature of a nationhood. This seems to him that it is exactly the wrong recipe for greatness, one which will not only further diminish our country in the eyes of the world, but more importantly in the eyes of our own youth. The list of names of Indians who rule the world ends with Kamala Harris. Of course, her story is utterly inspirational, but he wondered about the odds that a person like her, the female child of a Hindu Indian and a black Christian West Indian in a predominantly white patriarchal country, could reach such heights in India today. And she is not an outlier. With the appointment of Yasmin Trudeau as a, South, as a state senator on Monday, Washington state legislature has four women of South Asian region, including a Hindu, a Sikh and a Muslim. One of these women, Mona Das from Bihar, said this remarkable occasion was proof that America celebrated the diversity of her communities. He has no doubt that our nationalists love India, but it baffles him that they cannot see what is staring at us in our eyes. Hate and othering will extinguish the flicker of hope for our young people craving for a country with the diversity of personal identities is a marker of a country's maturity, magnanimity and modernity. Worryingly, in the three years from 2016 to 2019, the number of young Indians who fled the country to study abroad increased by 40% and I expect that the number will climb further in the years ahead. Most will become migrants and will undoubtedly further swell the ranks of Indians who rule the world. It is our diversity which is our greatest asset and which the West has co-opted along with some of our brightest talent. If we want India to realize greatness, we will need to reaffirm our commitment to embracing, celebrating and protecting this very essence of the nation. You just heard Vikram Patel's opinion. I hope you enjoyed it. Keep tuning to the podcast. I'll meet you tomorrow, same time, same place with something fresh to think about. See you. Bye-bye.